When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Because we're very much thrilled to have Matt Kenyon from the Jack Jumpers join us this morning. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, fellas. How you going? Terrific, thank you. Um, thanks so much for joining us straight after the game. I imagine you're still in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, still in Adelaide. Just woke up, actually. So. You're a little yeah. bit dusty, mate. Slap yourself on the face <laughs> and we'll have a chat for 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, we do appreciate... We do appre- yeah, go for it. We do appreciate your time. Um, let's take you back to last night. It's obviously still fresh on your mind and what a first quarter that was from your mob. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the last, pretty much all the games throughout the season, we've started off pretty slow. Um, so as a starting group, we really wanted to uh, start off well and uh, really just be um, confrontational defensively and um, really make a stand from the jump. So it was good. And what, what was their real focus about the first quarter? Like, was there proper conversations with Coach Roth? And did you talk about, you mentioned as a starting unit, was there a... Was there a real sort of significant push to to try and get yourself going a little bit better early? Yeah, there was. Um, yeah, it was mentioned a few times. Like like I said, we started off pretty poor most games and we were on the back foot from the jump, so we didn't want to be chasing. We knew they were, they're a pretty strong team offensively and they can get hot pretty quick, so they'd be a hard team to chase. So uh, we wanted to start well, and I think um, the starting group did a good job of just setting the tone defensively. So, Matty, t- tell us about your role in, in all that. You're obviously known as a, as a bit of a defensive specialist. Um, are, you, you know, are you the chief communicator? Are you, are you a, bit of the, a bit of the gel guy, or is that led to a big Fabian Krislovich down low? Explain to us how, how all that works and your role in that. Yeah, um, I'm definitely a defensive guy. Um, I like to lead. I think I've got a lot more vocal this year. For sure, and um, uh, I've kind of worked out uh, how I can impact the game defensively and really lead the guys defensively, and I try to do that. Um, but ev- everyone chips in, you know. It's not just me; it's, it's everyone. Fab has a loud voice, and um, yeah. But I think yeah, that's definitely some, a place of the game where I can really impact the game, and I, I like to think I'm a bit of a leader in that space. And Matty, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but I, I sat behind the Jack Jumpers bench in the in the home game against Brisbane. And there was one play where you might have passed up an, an open three-point shot and Scott Roth yelled at you, if you don't shoot that, I'm going to drag you. He wanted to pull you off. Is that, is that a, a constant conversation between the two of you, wanting you to, to actually impact more offensively and take those open looks? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, he said that throughout the game and then I think <laughs> the next shot I shot went in. So, well, the um, next I'm two, I think it, you made, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy you said it, and it's, it's always nice when the coaches have faith in you rather than it's better than if they want you to shoot it or not. So 
um, yeah, I'm definitely looking to be more aggressive and just take the open ones, especially when there's good offense and uh, good action created throughout the team. I need to shoot them and knock them down. So didn't fall last night, but they all felt pretty good. Um, different in Adelaide, but um, yeah, no, <laughs> keep shooting it. Um, yeah. Mate, uh, tell, tell us about your own journey to the Jack Jumpers. You had a, a stint over in the G League, um, played for the Bullets previously. Had to give us give us a bit of in, bit of a bit of insight into into how you've ended up at the Jack Jumpers. Yeah, I had a pretty crazy journey. Um, pretty up and down, bit of a roller coaster. Um, I was at the AAS uh, when I was seventeen. I was one of the, one of the best uh, like young prospects coming up. I think. Um, trained at AAS, thought I was going to, you know, have a really good career, whatever, um, wherever that may have been. And then I signed with Brisbane straight out of the AAS with Andre Lamanis because he was preparing for the Olympics at the time at the AAS. Uh, went there at 18, signed a two-year deal on a roster spot, which is pretty crazy to think because it's, there's not many roster spots in the NBL. So, so to have one at 18 was pretty cool. Um, had a bunch of injuries. And never really got a, a chance to play. Um, probably wasn't ready uh, mentally more than anything. I think I was ready physically, but just mentally, I just yeah, I wasn't there. And then on the back end of that two years, did my knee uh, pretty badly. Just had my kneecap. My kneecap was on my hammy, and then um, had a, a long process of rehab. Got back, finally got back, and then ended up going to the G League after that because I couldn't get into the NBL. Um, and then after that, came back, played NBL 1, and then, yeah, ended up in the Jack Jumpers after that. So it's been a pretty crazy journey, but that was a, a very, very short version of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to get on that Jack Jumpers uh, roster last year, that, that was almost a little bit of a last-minute operation, wasn't it? You, you, you found yourself with one of the last spots. Yeah, definitely. It was, uh, I think it was the last, the last roster spot on the team, so... Um, super grateful. I, I always knew that um, I would be able to get back here, but um, yeah, really thankful for Rocky for the chance. So yeah. Can I? Can you tell me about uh, the the off season? Um, obviously, lots of people go off and play in the Seabor or the old Seabor, the NBL one, etc. And changes abroad. No, Josh Adams. Uh, he leaves um, the Cole McIntosh as well. Uh, Doyle and Kelly in a different look. You've got a, you've got another ball handler now in Doyle um, to work with Majette as well. Um, can I ask you firstly about the, the the loss of Adams and what that and how things have changed and what it looks like now with Doyle, the different ball handling, etc. And trying to get all that to come together pretty quickly. I imagine it's been a bit of a challenge. Yeah, it's always different. Um... Obviously, Josh is an amazing player and bought a massive punch offensively. Um, I think Milt's a little longer and can defend probably uh, more positions, um, which is good. And, uh, yeah, I love what Kells and uh, Milt have bring so far. Um, they're, on, they're finding their feet pretty quickly in the NBL, which is good. It's a hard league to play in and adjust to. So, um, no, nah, they're, they're only going to get better and better. And Milt's amazing. I mean, you've seen the last two games, he's, um, really silky, um, amazing offensively and underrated defensively, and then Kells is just solid all around. So I'm really happy to have those boys in Tassie, and yeah, we're only going to get better. Mate, t- take us into the mind of Josh Majette if you can. He's had a you know had a pretty rough start to the year. 
spent the second half against Brisbane on, on the pine. Uh, but the, the one thing that stood out to me in sitting behind the bench is that, you know, he didn't pout, he didn't sook, he was a true leader, almost a, uh, an additional coach in that situation. Yeah. Uh, for, him to, for him to bounce back the way he did last night was, was unbelievable and, 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 and a real testament to his character. As a teammate, t- tell us a bit about his, his mental toughness and, and, and what it's been like for him uh, to start the year. Yeah, it's obviously tough, but I mean, that's basketball, right? We're never going to play um, to our best ability all the time. It's, it's up and down, and um, the way he responded last night was amazing, and all the boys were so stoked to see that from him because we, we knew it was going to come. It's only a matter of time. It's too good of a play and not for it to come back. Um, but yeah, it's obviously it's, it's difficult. It was very difficult for him to sit out, I'm sure, especially in that Brisbane game and watch the game finish without him on the court when he's used to being out there. But he's been a professional at the highest level for God knows how many years now. He's a bit of an old fella, but um, yeah, you don't you don't play at a high level like that for no reason. So um, he's got yeah, he's an amazing dude, and I'm happy for him. When he uh, when he is shooting well, um, I've found just observing him a little bit closer, obviously as we've done the last two years, that. He's almost better shooting for 29 feet. The arc looks better, um, he, you know, and he, and he does get rolling almost. And when he's shooting from a regulation 21 feet three-pointer, sometimes they look a little flat. Is that, is, is that how you see it? it does, it's interesting to, to observe the, the contrast. Yeah, honestly, I see him shoot those, those deep threes more than I do normal threes. <laughs> Can't really oh, you feel my... You almost feel more confident, hey. don't you? You almost feel more confident, don't you? Yeah, that's just a regular three for Josh at this point, I think. Maybe it's maybe it's the NBA line in his head. I'm not sure. Mate, I've, I've, I've actually often wondered how hard it is transitioning from, uh, from college. So for you to the NBL to the G League, I think the G League uses the NBA three-point line and then back to the NBL, you know, you, you kind of would have to recraft your shot a little bit to, to get that additional distance. Does that does that mess with you at all? I don't think so. I think you just you just get the reps um, at practice and stuff, and you get used to it pretty quickly. I think it's more so just if, if you're not warm, that, that NBA line feels a long way out, but <laughs> you can kind of roll into an Australian court and just shoot threes with no effort. But, yeah. And mate, next game against uh, against the the United, of course, um, you guys had it over them in the finals last year. How how are you preparing for that, and uh, how excited are you, I guess, to uh, to to get back to playing them? Yeah, I'm excited. They've got a a different team this year for sure. They've lost a few key pieces, but um, yeah, they're they're really good. They're a really good side. Um, got some strong imports coming in, so it's going to be a good challenge for us. Um, but yeah, we're just focused on ourselves, not not really changing too much, to be honest. Just um, focusing on our defense and starting there. Um, I think that's a big thing for us is just making people uncomfortable and playing jack jumpers basketball. And if we do that, I think we'll have a pretty good shot against anyone. We're speaking to jack jumper star Matt Kenyon for Taz Racing, Taz Greyhound Harness, and Thoroughbred Racing from Guides. I'm interested in Scott Ross' approach with you as a squad. And, and I've sort of looked at a couple of games early on where you think maybe you could play your, your, your better guys a few more minutes. Again, last night, though, some real uh, 11 guys played some minutes, and most guys played 15 minutes plus. Do you enjoy that part of it, that it, it really does feel like a whole team collective under Scott Roth? 
Yeah, I mean, it is. Like, not just Scott, but all the players, we all trust everyone. Um, it doesn't matter who's out there. We, we have faith in them 100%. Hello, Matt. We've got you back there, mate, have we? Hey, mate. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. hear you now. The world just disappeared from all SEN right across the country there for a minute or two. I, my sincerest apologies. Um, <laughs> focus good. on Melbourne. Uh, suddenly, you found you lost the first three games, and then you, you're 15 down the second quarter against the Bullets. Things are looking <laughs> reasonably, reasonably tough. Back to three and two now. You can get yourself back to a level pegging this week at three and three with a win against Melbourne. Yeah, bit of bit of a slow start, but um, yeah, I think we're really fine our group now. I'm playing uh, Jack Jumbers basketball and how we play. Um, really found our identity and the imports have kind of picked up a little bit, and yeah, it's we're looking good at the moment. So feeling good about it all, but hopefully just just keep building on that, keep building on the game last night. Um, yeah. Matt, great to have your company this morning. Well done on last night as a collective with the team and, as mentioned, back to two and three and things looking back to normal. That defensive attitude from a team as a whole last night was awesome to watch. We look forward to talking to you during the season. Legend. Thanks, mate. Have a good one. Matt Kenyon joining us this morning. We're going to go to some news with Anna Pav.